was once again the second Samuel chapter 9 verse 1 where it's been talking about it's restoration time come on it's restoration time hallelujah glory to God thank you Lord somebody's humming second Samuel chapter 9 verse 1 and David said is there yet any that is left in the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake and there was in the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba and when they had called him unto David the king said unto him art thou Ziba and he said thy servant is he and the king said is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God unto him and Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan has yet a son which is lame on his, on his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Machur, the son of Emiel, and Lodebar. Then king David sent and fetched him out of the house of Machur, and the son of Emiel, from Lodebar. Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was come unto David, he fell on his face. And did reverence. And David said, Mephibosheth. And he answered, Behold thy servant. David said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely, somebody say surely, surely show thee kindness for John and thy father's sake, and will restore thee all the land thou saw thy father, and thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. In other words, God is saying he's going to restore God is going to what? Restore. And we know the word of the Lord also came, amen, for this year, that 2017 will go down in human history as one of the greatest years of restoration. Anybody receive that? God's going to restore some things to our government. God's going to restore some things to our country. Come on. God's going to restore some moral base even to America. And God's going to restore some things in your life. Hallelujah. But we know it's time to start asking God to restore things that were broken, restore things that were stolen, and to restore things that left behind. Because God says we haven't been asking for things we've lost. We haven't been asking for things that have been stolen. We haven't been asking for things that we left behind and we thought it was just gone. Amen. God says, start asking for those things. Now, we looked at some things God said he wants to restore. In Psalms 23, 3, it says, he restored my soul. He leaded me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. God wants to restore our soul. Restore our soul from what? He wants to restore our soul from life damage, from people damage, from that venom that gets there and messes everything up, damage. Come on, say amen, somebody. He wants to restore our soul from the hurts and disappointments we've had throughout the years. Come on, anybody know what I'm talking about in here? Somebody say, God's restoring things. Somebody say, God's restoring my soul. Then in Psalms 51, 12, it states, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit amen he's restoring the joy of how great it is to be saved let me say that again he's restoring the joy of how great it is to be saved how great it is to live as a christian 
It is not hard living as a Christian. Glory to God. He's going to restore those that keep saying that. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's only hard when you don't want to do what God wants you to do. Amen. Disobedience, amen, is hard. <laughs> Go back to 2 Samuel 9, 9, where it says, Then the king called to Ziba, Saul's servant, and said unto him, I have given unto thy master's son all that pertain to who? Saul and all his house. Once again, we got to keep in mind Saul was the king. And David called Ziba, who was the keeper of Saul's estate, Amen. He was Saul's land steward, so he knew the vast richness of Saul's estate. Amen. And it says here, Mephibosheth became the master of it all. Of it all. Verse 10, thou therefore thy sons and thy servants, telling Zeba, thy sons and thy servants shall till the land for him and shall bring him in their fruits. And thy master's son may have, may have what? Food to eat. But Mephibosheth, thy master's son, so he bread always at my table. Now Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. In other words, you're going to have companies that you ain't going to have to work. You're going to be on vacation. Your company's still going to be running. Okay, two people took it. That's all right. Donna and Julie. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then says Ziba unto the king, according to all that my Lord king has commanded his servant, so shall thy servant do. As for Mephibosheth, said the king, he shall eat at my table as one of the what? King's sons. In other words, he's given him a royal pension. Somebody say, I'll take a royal pension right now. But as we know, he had all this wealth coming in. But he didn't even have to spend it because why? David took care of him. Are oh, you listening to me out there? Why? He sat at the king's table as one of the king's sons. Amen. So he had privilege to everything in the king's house. Somebody say, that's me. So we asked the question, if, if he didn't have to do anything or he, the wealth wasn't coming to him, where did the wealth go? Who was a recipient of, recipient of all this wealth? Well, in verse 12 it says, And Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah, and all that dwelt in the house of Zeba were servants unto Mephibosheth. Micah, Mephibosheth's son, received the benefit of the wealth of his father. Just like your children... are going to receive the benefit of your wealth. Come on, say amen, somebody. And we notice, just like David, amen, David, was, you know, David wasn't any, any under, under any obligation to give Mephibosheth anything. And God wasn't under any obligation to give us anything. Come on, say amen, somebody. Why? Because we know in an all rights, we were rebels just like Saul at one time. We were brought low just like Mephibosheth. We were impoverished, or I can say we never reached our full potential financially. Amen. We too were lame. Come on, say amen, somebody. We too were impotent at our feet at one time. But just like David, God inquires. 
Who's that person that's willing to humble themselves before me? Just like David, God inquires. Who's that person that's willing to commit themselves to me? Why? Because that's the one I want to take out of Lodabar. Come on, say amen, somebody. That's the one I want to restore the forfeited inheritance. That's the one I want to take into communion with myself and set him at my table, and I want to let him feast from my table, the dainties of heaven. Why? God wants to treat you like his very own son. Turn to Isaiah 57, 15. Come on, it's restoration time. It's restoration time. Isaiah 57, 15 says, For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. For I will not contend forever and neither will I always be wrong. For the spirit should fail before me in the souls which I have what? Made. So he says here, amen. For thus the high and lofty ones inhabit eternity. His name is holy. He said, I dwell in the high place and with him that is of a contrite and humble spirit. Is anybody in here of a contrite and humble spirit in here? To revive the spirit of the humble. Where are the humble ones at in this room? Glory to God. For I will not contend contend forever, neither will I always be wrought. For the spirit shall fail me in the souls which I have made. God is saying, if you got what you really deserve, you couldn't handle it. You would have a broken spirit. Verse 17, for the iniquity of his covetousness was I robbed, and I smote him. I hid me and was wroth. Amen. And he went on forwardly in the way of his, what? His heart. This, is a, this was us at one time, folks. We, didn't, we went in the way of our own heart. And when it says, I hid me, God is saying, since you shut me out, I went about my way. Yes, I was angry, but I had to let you go because why? That was your choice. Say so amen, somebody. Verse 18, I have seen his ways and will what? Heal him. I've seen what they've done, but because of my grace, I'm going to heal them anyway. I'm going to heal them anyway. That's the God of grace, folks. He heals you, man, when you didn't even deserve to be healed. Then he says, I will lead him also and restore comforts and restore comforts unto him and his mourner. The word comforts here is translated compassion. The word compassion, according to Webster's 1828 dictionary, means having a heart that is tender. Having a heart that is tender. In other words, God wants to show you how tender his heart is towards you. He wants to restore to your insight how much he really, 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 really loves you. Somebody say, God loves me. He said, I create the fruit of his lips. In other words, I'm going to put a new praise in your mouth. <clears throat> and I'm going to restore peace. Peace to him that is far off and to him that is near, saith the Lord. Those that are far off are those that are one time the Gentiles. 
those that are near are the Jews. Amen. Now we know, amen, that, in a, that we have a what? A better covenant than them. So in other words, we are better than the Jews in a sense of our covenant. And God says, I'm going to restore peace. Peace. And the word peace here, the Jews, very, uh, the Jews are very familiar with, but we're not familiar with the word peace. That word peace is the Hebrew word shalom. Somebody say shalom. And that word shalom means completeness. God's going to restore completeness. That word shalom means soundness. God's going to restore soundness. That word shalom means welfare. God's going to restore welfare. That means the word shalom means safety. That means God's going to make sure you're definitely provided for and you're going to be taken care of and nothing's going to harm you. That word shalom means soundness and body. I'm talking about you here from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. That word shalom means prosperity, quiet, tranquility, contentment, friendship, of human relationship. God's restoring relationships in here. And with God, especially in covenant relationship, peace from war. In other words, your warring days are over with that situation. Why? Because God is restoring peace. And then he says, and I will heal him. And I will heal them. Somebody say, I receive my healing right now. Come on, say, I receive my healing. Because God said, I will heal him. Why? Because healing is a big part of this restoration that we're going to witness. But you've got to grab hold to it. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 17. Jeremiah 30, verse 17. Notice what he says here. I will restore what? I will restore what? Help unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord, because they called thee an outcast, saying, This is Zion, whom no man seeketh after. He said, I will restore your health. And I will heal you of the wounds that are still open. Come on, say amen, somebody. Come on, he said, I'm going to heal you of your what? Wounds. Notice he says, because they, they called you an outcast. In other words, they said, no one cares about you. And that's sometimes what the devil wants you to believe. That no one's coming to rescue you. You might as well just accept the way you are and just live with it and just deal with it. Come on, say amen, somebody. And God is saying, I'm going to make sure that days of this world, including Satan, see the goodness. I'm about to restore back into your life. Come on, say amen, somebody. I'm about to show the days of this world that there is a God that cares about you and there is a God that cares for you. Come on, say amen, somebody. They are not going to be able to talk about you when I get finished. That's what God is saying. I'm going to shut their mouth. They're going to be in awe of you. Verse 18, thus saith the Lord, behold, I'll bring again the captivity of Jacob's tent and have mercy on his dwelling places. And the city shall be built upon her heap, on heap, 
and the palace shall remain after the manner thereof. In other words, you're getting your houses back like Mephibosheth. You're getting your inheritance back. Even the inheritance you didn't even know you had coming. Come on, Grandpa left you some money years ago, but you didn't even know it was there. Come on, say amen, somebody. And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and a voice of them that make merry. In other words, unrestored joy back into your talk again. And I will multiply them and they shall not be a few. I will also glorify them and they shall not be small. And their children also shall be as aforetime. In other words, children are going to be blessed as in the days of old. Because in the days of old, their children was blessed. Come on, say amen, somebody. Say, my children are going to be blessed as in the days of old. My children are not going to struggle like I have. And their congregation, word of faith, shall be established before me. <laughs> and I will punish all that oppress them. <laughs> Hallelujah. And their nobles shall be of themselves. And their governor shall proceed from the midst of them. In this restoration process, God's raising up leaders from amongst ourselves. Come on, say amen, somebody. And he'll cause them to draw near, and he shall and he shall what? Approach unto me. He's talking about those who have stepped up to the plate. And answer the call to take it to another level than just being the norm. Than just being the norm. Just being another congregation member. They've taken it to another level. I want to get more out the word of God. Come on, say amen, somebody. There's got to be something else in store for me. Come on. There's a calling upon my life, and I know I'm going to fulfill my calling on my life. So I'm not just going to be sitting there just receiving the word. I've got to get to the point where I can receive the word, and I can give it back out. Hallelujah. He said, I'm going to cause them to draw near and approach me so I can reveal some things to them. For who is this that engaged his heart to approach me unto, approach unto me, said the Lord. He said, who else engaged his heart to approach me but those that have stepped up to the plate? And you shall be my people, and I will be your God. Come on, say amen, somebody. Come on, say he's my God. Come on, say he's my God. Well, turn to Joel, chapter 2, verse 21. Joel chapter 2, verse 21, where it says, Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. First, he says, Fear not, O land. In other words, don't go by what you see happening in the land. Don't base what God is doing in your life on what you see and read in the newspapers. Come on, Facebook and all the other forms of social media. Come on, say amen, somebody. God is doing some great things in the land. Come on, say he's doing some great things. Verse 22. Be not afraid, you beast of the field. For the pastures of the wilderness do spring, for tree beareth her fruit, 
and the fig tree and the vine do yield their white strength. He even tells the animals don't worry. If he tells the animals don't worry, what do you think he's telling you? Why? He said, don't worry because why? You're going to have plenty to eat because why? The pastures are going to be a fruit again. And see, this is good news because why? In an agricultural society, this meant your crops and your livestock, which represented your wealth, are going to bear gain instead of a loss. In other words, you're going to be stronger financially than you were before. Oh, somebody say amen or something. So he spoke to the land. He spoke to the beach, which are all benefit of the next group. Now he's talking to the people. Verse 23 says, be glad then. He said, be glad then. Come on, what's the opposite of glad? Sad. (laughs) Don't be sad, be what? Be what? Tell your neighbor, be glad then. Tell somebody else, be glad then. (laughs) He said, be glad, you children of Zion. And rejoice in the Lord your God. 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 Why? He has given you the former rain moderately. He's giving you the former rain what? Moderately. See, moderately means do measure. Do measure. In other words, as much as the land requires. Literally, according to right. Neither too much nor too little. Either of which extremes would hurt the crop. So if it had too much water, it would hurt the crop. Too little water, it would hurt the crop. In other words, he's not going to give you too much to hurt you. And he's not going to give you too little to cause you to lack. Oh, come on. Say amen, somebody. What you're going to have is going to be just right for you. The setting is going to be just right. The atmosphere is going to be just right. The timing is just going to be just right. Everything's going to come to full maturity just like God planned. Somebody say just right. Then he says, he will cause to come down for you to rain. He will cause to come down for you what? The rain, which literally means a showering or a heavy rain. I'm talking about a downpour. Of the former and the latter rain. The former rain is the autumn rains, which soften the ground for the planting of the seed. They came between October and December. The latter rain, which are the spring rains, which helped the crops mature, and they fell during March and April. Are you with me out here? 
See, Joel was prophesying this in the summer when the locust invasion that took place. And he was looking to the time of the early sowing in the autumn. Then he says, in the first month. Somebody say first month. Now, the first month is parallel to what he said, the due measure. And it means in the month when, it, when first it's needed. In the month when first it's needed. In other words, each rain is going to come to come in its proper season. Each rain is going to come in its what? Proper season. In other words, the right order of nature has been interrupted. The seasons in your life through your sin had been interrupted. But now he's restoring things in proper order in your life. He's going, and listen, you're going to receive everything you need in proper order. So now when you plant a seed, the harvest will come quickly because why? Everything in your life has been placed back in order by the blood of Jesus. Say amen, somebody. Then when the rain falls, he says, and the floors shall be full of wheat and the vat shall overflow of what? Wine and oil. Listen, you're going to have more than enough. Come on. We're going to be living in the overflow. We're going to be living in the overflow. Why? So that we can be a blessing to somebody else. Somebody say, I'll take that. Now look at verse 25. And I will restore to you. I will restore. I will restore. I will restore. I will restore the years that the locusts have eaten, the canker worm, and the caterpillar. And the palmer worm, my great army, which I sent among you. Listen, folks, it's been a slow process. The devil's been eating away at you year by year. Why? Because that's his process. Look at Joel chapter 1, verse 1 quickly. Joel chapter 1, verse 1. I don't know where they got 1, 4. Joel chapter 1, verse 1. <laughs> and the word of the Lord that came to Joel, the son of Pethuel, he said, hear this, you old men, and give here, all you habits of the land. Has this been your days or even the days of your father? Because why? He's saying the old man because Why? They can relate to what he's saying so they could pass it down to the younger folk. They've been there and done that. Come on, they've been through some stuff. Anybody in here been through some stuff? Come on, we've been through some stuff. He said, tell you your children of it. Let your children tell their children and their children another generation. Then he says in verse 4, that which the palmer worm has left the locusts eaten. That which the locusts have left, the cankerwood eaten. That which the cankerwood left, the caterpillar eaten. 
What's it saying? So the palmer worm will eat your crop, and the locust will eat what the palmer worm leaves. The canker worm will eat what the locust leaves, and the caterpillar will eat what the canker worm leaves. And see, the devil has intention or had intentions of stripping you of everything you had, and he's been doing it systematically. Come on, are you with me out here? Go back to Joel 2.25, where he says, I restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the canker worm, the caterpillar, and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. These are four stages of a locust. Palmer worm is the first stage of a locust. He's the gnawler. This is the worm stage from the egg and without wings. Locust is the second stage, and he's the swarmer. It's still in the first skin. The word is used of little one without legs. He hasn't grew legs yet. Canker worm is the third stage, and it means devour. The third stage is when he casts off his first skin and develops little wings so he can leap a little but not fly. Caterpillar is the fourth stage, and it means consumer. That means the locust is fully matured with long wings and legs, and is able to, to devour anything and everything in his path. The devil starts gnawing at you. Just taking a little here and a little there. Then he starts swarming around you. Overwhelming you, overwhelming you with a lot of stuff. Then he starts devouring, eating away your joy, eating away your peace, eating away your love walk. Come on, anybody in here? Then he matures to the last stage, and that is. He, he starts consuming everything that you have. Are you following me out here? Well, according to scripture, all of that is done. Because God says the process has stopped. What you lost when he gnawed at you. What you lost when he overwhelmed you. What you lost when he devoured your joy, your peace, and your love. What you lost when, you could, when he consumed everything in your life. So it seems, God says, I will restore to you the years. The years. The years that the devil has been systematically attacking you and attacking you and attacking you. God says, I'm restoring all that back. All that the locust has eaten. All that the cankerworm that's eaten. All that the caterpillar has eaten. All that the palmer worm has eaten. My great arm which I sent. And you shall eat plenty. 
be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God that has dealt wonderfully with you. And my people shall never be, never more be ashamed. You need to give God praise right now. Come on, you need to give God praise right now. Why? Because you're about to eat plenty, and God said, I'm going to satisfy you. There is no lack in your life anymore. Come on, say amen, somebody. Why? You're getting your stuff back. You're getting your stuff back. You're getting your stuff back. Unlike the prophecy says, this year will go down in history as one of the greatest years of restoration. Hallelujah. Come on, say I'm getting it all back. Say I'm getting it all back. Oh, we ain't done yet. Go to Proverbs chapter 6, verse 30. Oh, shake, came on, my, my, ha, ha, say. Ha, 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 ha. Tell you, it's restoration time, folks. It's restoration time. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 30. <laughs> it says, Men do not despise a thief if he's still to satisfy his soul when he's hungry. It says here, We think it's all right. <laughs> oh. He needed something to eat, poor soul. Because the word despise here means to count it as a, a light matter. See, we count it sometimes as a light matter when the devil steals something from us. That's why we don't ask God to restore it back because why we count it off as a loss. Well, easy come, easy go. And the devil is just like that locust Joel just described. He steals just to satisfy his evil desire. He's always hungry to eat up everything in your life. Why? Because John 10, 10 says the thief coming not but the what? Steal, kill, and destroy, and he's still a thief. But in verse 30 it says... But if he be found, 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 I don't know about you, I found him. I know who he is. I know where he is. Come on. Come on, he was that caterpillar. He was that pomeroy. Come on, he was that locust. Come on, say amen, somebody. It says, if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold. He shall give all the substance of his house. You're not just getting back what he stole. Matter of fact, you're getting back what he stole from other people because his house is full of their substance too. <laughs> say amen, somebody. That unclaimed stuff, stuff, you know. Come on, he got a storage place. Unclaimed stuff. Unclaimed stuff. Unclaimed stuff. People ain't thinking about it. I'm getting that too. Because I found the thief. 
Go to Leviticus chapter 6 verse 1. Hallelujah. Come on, say I'm getting my stuff back. Because I found the thief. I even know his name. <laughs> Leviticus 6.1. The Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, If a soul sin and commit a trespass against the Lord and lie unto his neighbor and that which was delivered him to keep or in fellowship or in a thing taken away by violence or has deceived his neighbor. In other words, if I've loaned you something, I left something in your care, and you ended up keeping it, <laughs> and never returning it. Oh, Lord. Or you have cheated me out of something. I would describe half the body of Oh, she bakate kid. Hallelujah. Verse three, or have found that which was lost and lie up concerning it and swear falsely. And any of all these that a man doeth sitting thereof, you found something of mine and you lied and you kept it. Oh, we'd have that in the church, huh? People just come and take things, and we don't see it again. But notice, the devil has done all of these things by using people. The devil's done all these things by what? Using people. And he says, then it shall be, because he has sinned and is guilty, that he shall restore. That which he took violently away, or the thing which he had deceitfully gotten, or that which was what delivered him to keep, or the lost thing which he thought he found. <laughs> See, understand, God knows what's going on, folks. God sees everything. He knows what has been taken from you deceitfully. Listen to this. Even those things you were tricked into investing in. Do you realize how much money we've lost in schemes over the years? Let me say that again. Do you realize how much money we've lost? And schemes over the years. The stolen property we lost over the years through deceit. God's seen it all. God's seen it all. And it goes on to say, or all about, or that about which has sworn falsely. It says he shall even restore it. In the principle, and shall add 
the fifth part more thereto and give it to him to whom it appertaineth in the day of his trespass offering. Listen, a fifth part is 20% more added to what you lost. Listen, folks, you never get back just what was stolen. Matter of fact, sometimes you're happy they stole it because you know you're getting back more. <laughs> Go on, steal that old raggedy car because I'm giving a new one after that. Come on, say amen, somebody. <laughs> Come on. You're getting the principle and some. That's what he says here. You're getting the what? The principle and some. So some of y'all should be calculating. Because <laughs> think about it, I mean, this has been a breeding ground for every kind of gimmick, for mortgages, and everything else. Give me $250. Give me $500. Give me $750. Give me $1,000. Give me $1,500. Give me $5,000. And we, write me a check right now. Come on. <laughs> Some of you should be adding that stuff up because why? God's saying, you didn't lose it. God says, you're getting back the principle of all those bad investments, that deceit orders. Come on, you're getting it all back. Everything, every that idea that came up and said, give me this and give me that. God said, all that is coming back. And then you're going to get 20% more added to what you... T- oh, come on. Somebody say, I'm taking it. What's the problem is? We counted it off as a loss. We counted it off as a loss. That's just another one. I just didn't work, didn't, didn't work out. And God is saying, they ain't asking me for what they lost. That's part of it, folks. I'm getting back my principal. Come on, say amen, somebody. And I'm getting added, 20% added to that. Somebody say, I'm getting my stuff back. God don't consider it counted as a loss. Yes, you may have made a mistake. May have, may have been a bad deal, but God said, that's all right. I'm the God of restoration. Go to 2 Kings chapter 8, verse 1. <laughs> Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Come on, we're getting our stuff back. I'm getting my money back. Come on, say amen, somebody. Second Kings 8, 1. <laughs> That's all right, she's doing the right thing. We're going to talk about that right now. <laughs> Everybody in the room should be saying, I made a mistake, I'm getting it back. Because <laughs> over the years we made some dumb mistakes. Come on, we made some dumb, stupid mistakes when it came to money. Second Kings eight one. As we close, <laughs> then spake Elisha unto the woman. 
Listen to this now. Then spake Elisha unto the woman, whose son he had restored to life. Saying, Arise, go thou in thy household. Sojourn wheresoever that thou canst sojourn, for the Lord has called it for a famine. And it shall come to pass, it shall come upon the land for how many years? Seven years. Now he's warning her. Because God always gives his righteous people a warning before something big happens. Amen. If we're listening. Come on, are with me out here? So it tells her, go somewhere else because well, a famine is about to hit this place. It's going to last for seven years. And this woman was smart. In verse 2 it says, and a woman rose and did. After the, man, after the saying of the man of God, she obeyed the man of God. And she went with her household and sojourned in the land of the Philistines seven years. And it came to pass at the seven years end, the woman returned out of the land of the Philistines. And notice, she went forth to cry unto the king for her house and for her land. Because why? When she returned, she found out that somebody else was on her land and somebody else was in her house. Take it now, mama. Now, she didn't go like some of us would have. <laughs> Knock on the door and say, hey, you in my house. <laughs> this is my house. I'm packing. You got to get out of my house. That's, she didn't do that. What did she do? She went and cried out to the king. Who had the power to remove anyone that was in her house and on her land. And verse 4, this, you got you to look at this now. And the king talked with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, Tell me, I pray thee, all the great things that Elijah had done. Now, Gehazi was the servant of Elisha. And he was asking Gehazi, the king was, about all the miracles that Elijah had done. And Gehazi is just telling miracle after miracle. But look at this. Verse 5. And it came to pass. Listen now. This, you can't tell me this ain't God. Look at God. As he was telling the king how he had restored a dead body to life. That behold... The woman whose son he had restored to life cried to the king for her house and her land at the same time he was telling the story. <laughs> and Gehazi said, my Lord, O king, this is the woman. This is her son. The story I'm just telling you, this, this is her whom Elijah restored to life. Listen, it can't get any better than this. Just as he's telling the story, the woman and the son in the story shows up right at that time. <laughs> and when the king asked the woman, she told him, 
everything. So the king appointed unto her a certain officer saying, Restore. <laughs> Restore all. Ah, you hear me? I said, Restore all that was hers. But notice, and all the fruits of the field since the day. Since the day she left the land, even up to now. Ah, oh, y'all ain't hear me. Somebody ain't catching this right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. He had that certain officer to not only restore the house and her lands, but the officer collected seven years of rental payments for the seven years she was gone. Glory to your name. Oh, mama, 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 Oh, somebody need to get a little shout of you because what? Everything you lost, come on, say man, somebody. God's going back. The years that the locusts eaten, the years that the caterpillar eaten, the years that the palmer were, the years. You listen, God's retroacting everything. He's getting it all back. Hallelujah! 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 Shake ha 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 Hallelujah. Ha, 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 ha. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Now think about it. What if this woman said, oh, well, I guess somebody else got my house. I guess somebody got my land while I was gone. I guess I'll never get it back. Amen. Just let me see what me and my miracle son boy can do. Go back to Philistine. Philistine, come on. After all, it's been seven years long. They don't even know who I am anymore. That's not what she did. This woman cried out for her stuff. Oh, come on. Say it's a man. She cried out for her stuff that was stolen. She cried out for her stuff that was lost. She cried out for her stuff that was left behind. And somebody needs to start crying out for their stuff. Come on. It's time to cry out for your stuff right now. 
So it's time to cry out for your stuff. Don't just let the devil keep your stuff. He owes you too much. You've lost too much over the years. And God says, retroactive. Retroactive. You don't know your stuff been gaining interest while you were gone. Your stuff been making money while you were gone. Come on, hallelujah. Glory to your name, our Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, our Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, start calling your stuff back right now. Come on, start calling your stuff back right now. Start calling all the money you've lost. Call all the hands you lost. All the houses you lost. All the time you lost. Come on, retroactive time. Oh, we give you glory, Lord. Oh, we give you honor, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, we give you praise, Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Glory to your name, Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Glory. Ha, 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 ha. Glory. Hallelujah. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 I don't care how many years it's been. It could be 20 years of stuff that you left behind. It could be 30 years of stuff that you left behind. Come on, it could have been 40 years of stuff you left behind. Oh, I'm aging somebody in there. Okay, man. Hallelujah. But God said, you haven't lost a thing. Hallelujah. God said, you haven't lost a thing. 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 Hallelujah. Everything that was stolen from you, you're getting it back. You haven't lost a thing. Hey, oh my mama hasakateke. Oh ha ha sake. Oh that mama ha 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 sake. Glory to your name, O Lord. Glory to your name, O Lord. Glory to your name, O Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't care if it didn't pan out. I don't care if the business folded. God said, the money you invested in that thing, you're getting the money back. You just haven't asked me for it. Counted it off as a loss, and God said, I know where it's at. <laughs> Hallelujah! Why? It's restoration time! Glory to God! 
Glory to God. 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 Somebody say, I'll take that. Oh, we give you glory, Lord. Notice he says, he said, all, all that was hers. All that was hers. Not some of it. He said, all that was hers. Hallelujah! All that was hers. Why'd you, I'd receive that. Come on. I received that. And that's just showing the grace of God. Even though we made mistakes, God says, I'm still going to give it back to you. Because why? I'm God. I can do that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm the God of grace. Hallelujah. Favor, favor, favor ain't fair with me. <laughs> Favor ain't fair. Favor ain't fair. It's time to get it back, folks. This is going to be the greatest year of restoration this world has ever seen. Why not start with us? Come on, why not start with us? Hallelujah. 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 Come on, give the Lord a shout in there. Oh, shed Thank you, Lord. Ha 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 ha. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name, O Lord. Come on, hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name, O Lord. Glory to your name, O Lord. Oh, you are worthy, Lord. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name, O Lord. Glory to the money you spent on the medical bill. That includes all the money you spent on those medical bills. That includes the travel. That includes the hotel. That includes every dime you spent. Oh, you ain't hear me. That includes every dime you spent. All coming back. All coming back. All coming back. 
Oh, coming back. Ha ha, shake it, that mama. Ha ha, shake it. And even if your child, you spent money sending your child to college, it all back, and they squandered the money. It's coming back to you. Give it all back. It's coming 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 back. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, mama, mama, mama. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh-huh. Oh, here's a good one. All the money that you spent. Come on, come on. And car repairs. Want it all back. Taking it back. <laughs> You're getting it all it back. back. <laughs> Want it all back. <laughs> Got it. What you gonna do with it all? Come on now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Years of stuff. We gotta start calling it out, folks. If 
you got to go home and make a list of all the things that he stole from you over the years. All the things that you lost and you counted it out as a loss. All the money you thought you just, it was just gone. You'll never see it again. You need to start adding that stuff up. With interest. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 But like the woman, you got to start calling it. She said, I ain't leaving my stuff in that man. Listen, you are my stuff. Every day, call out your stuff. Every day, call out your stuff. Every day, call out your stuff. Every day, call out this. Every day, this is my year of restoration. Come on. Everything I've been, that's been taken from me, everything that's been told, stolen from me, everything that I even left behind, everything's being restored back to me. Father, you said nobody been asking you, but Father, I'm asking you right now. Restore it all back. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It don't belong to the devil. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to the Lord. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Oh, we give you glory, Lord. Oh, we give you honor, Lord. 